This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. You'll find out what happened to Frankenstein and other stuff that never happened. These freaking nerds. The Boogie Monster. Podcasting the unknown. David Lee Roth, Las Vegas, March 21st. You want to go? Yeah. All right. Because we're not having a Boogie Monster Christmas party. Uh, that's right. Maybe we're going to have it March 21st. The Easter party. Yeah. yeah. Diamond Dave in Vegas. Yeah. I thought it was going to be big band Diamond Dave. What's like, are they going to like, like. Oh. You know, like Barbara, Barbara, that he, kind of. He used to do that, right? He he would, yeah. But I think this is just. I thought it was gonna be like a fun Vegas show. I guess it's just a rock band, huh? Okay. So is he not fronting Van Halen any longer? Ah, that's something I can't. Because we saw that. That's a, a that's a bit of drama. I don't even know how to. Yeah, it's hard to keep up. How with. to hang on with? But yeah, man, let's do that. If you're out there, David Lee Roth. I think there's a crew going. I think we got. Oh, gang going. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, rare AM taping of the Boogie Monster, everybody. Yeah, man. I mean, it's 1130. Still. It's early for us. We're doing a thing. Yeah, man. What's going on, dude? Uh, I'm just, I mean, you know, it's the morning, and I thought I was going to get up. I was up. I was up at uh, like 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. What I was going to do was going to go shred. Okay. Didn't have it in me. No? I don't do AM. I do not know. Like, I know it's like a Garfield mug. But I'm not. I took. I went to. I didn't. I didn't drink or, or smoke or anything last night. Uh-huh. I went to bed by midnight. Mm-hmm. But I took a melatonin. Mm. I gotta stop doing it. It puts you to sleep, but then you wake up all dumb. Really? Yeah. You ever mess with it? Years ago, I haven't had melatonin in a while. You go to sleep easy. Yeah, I do. Like you lay down, you're out. It 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 depends. Like some. Peaks and valleys. You know the and, panic of the day wash over you. No. Worry about your future. Nah. I don't worry too much. Oh. <laughs> you I know don't. I, I don't during the day, but at night. Oh boy, that's I, I put it off all day, and then I'm like, "Whoa, you're gonna go to sleep? What if uh, uh, you know everybody you know is gonna die, and your relationships will end? And hmm. what if uh, nobody thinks you're funny anymore? Oh fuck, cool. It's four a.m. Hmm. That's what happens to me. Well, buddy, I don't know if that happens to you. That happens to me. I would like to try uh, Ambien. I've never done that. I Man, get, I did I that. That's a good time. I did that back in the day. Just and, knock out. Well, the whole thing was you take it and then you try to not fall asleep and you get real weird. Huh? Really? Yeah. <laughs> but I, it, from what I remember, I mean, it is like twenty-five years ago. But it like it's basically like all the effects of sleep deprivation immediately hit you. Okay. Once it kicks in, because you're supposed to be like, oh, you take it and then get in bed. Like, that's why they say don't operate a car because you get real weird. We're having weird, almost hallucinations. Really? Yeah, my buddy just had, my buddy had all the pills and we'd take them and just sit in his basement and like fight off the effects. (laughs) Yeah, we followed my one friend down the street on it when he was just pretending he was a knight and fighting all the mailboxes. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was a real, uh, a semi Don Quixote situation. If I can use that reference without having read the book myself, um, yeah. I like getting hopped up on Nyquil or something every now and then. It's just I, just a you know, deep sleep. I yeah, I love like like it's weird enough to say like when I'm sick, but I'm like I'm about to get fucked up mm-hmm. on some Nyquil and just sit on the couch like ooh, everything's silly and fun, yeah. and your head's already sinusy and shitty yeah. and weird. Remember yeah. that old SNL sketch with Chris Farley, uh, Hibernol? 
No. It's a commercial parody. It was like, uh, kind of like uh, NyQuil or something, but it's called Hibernol. And it makes you hibernate like a bear for months. And it shows him, instead of the little cup that you pour it into, it's like a 10 gallon cup that he drinks. And then, like, would you do that? Cuts to like four months later, he's got a beard. Would you would you sleep for would you sleep for four months if you could have the other uh, eight months of the year? Well, in like hypothetical or like you sleep a third of your life theoretically. Anyway. Yeah. What if you could just get that third out of the way? Well, I mean, you know, if, if I was just a, a hermit somewhere, if I was just a single guy, like you know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to put social obligations yeah. into it. Yeah. But if you could, that's what I'm saying. If, you if could, I like, could, yeah. Uh, yeah, I would give that a shot. That'd be eight, fun. eight months of just always awake. Oh, now see, that that might get old. Like you're just like, oh, it's the middle of the night. Nobody else. But, I had a lot of buddies who said they were going to do this with me. But, but that, they that's not what bears do, right? Bears don't. When they hibernate in the winter, when they wake up in the spring, they're not just awake for the next eight uh, months. I think they? they take naps, but they're like, uh, they got to, you know, pay attention to stuff. They got to look out for their little ones. Huh. And uh, I never thought of that. I didn't know bears are just round the clock in the on season. I will. I mean, we got, let's look it up. Hmm. Are bears awake for the rest of the year? I may, my just uneducated guess would be no. It just doesn't make sense. I feel like part of the reason they hibernate is to, uh, because it's hard to hunt. It's hard to get food. So you get all fat, and then they sleep through the lean months. Here we go. Ask a wildlife biologist. Bears hibernate during winter but aren't sleeping the whole time. Hibernation for bears simply means they don't need to eat or drink and rarely, rarely urinate or defecate. Bears do wake up, however, and move around inside the den. It's kind of like when you're – it says it's kind of like your dog sleeping. So it's like – Tending to its close uh, items, uh-huh. but it's not out living. Yeah, they don't. They don't leave the house. That's going to be somebody's new. That's going to be one of these dipshit weight loss things. Sleep away the fat. What do you mean? You go to bed for like a week. You don't eat anything. <laughs> you don't drink anything. Yeah. We just we freeze you for a week. We freeze you for a week at a time. That is, I mean, like, with, like as far as what the future is moving towards, plastic surgery is pretty. Ridiculous. Yeah. But the weird biohacking. What do you mean? Like, like just give just, me like a, a saw for an arm and shit. Huh. Like, I'm, I'm kind of looking. I'm, I mean, it's scary, but I'm kind of looking forward to it. Yeah. What would you get? I don't, I, I don't need anything for myself. Mm-hmm. But, man, I just get like, I might get that Andy Warhol snap on hair. <laughs> I might do that. I still think you should get a toupee. I might get you a George Costanza rug. If you, I mean, like, it, but but if it's like I've said it before, if it's like a lady who gets fake boobs and it's like those are fake, she's like, yeah, I know, yeah, but I wanted them, yeah, then okay. You should totally. Get I'm so fascinated. I'm so fascinated with dudes with hair plugs. Uh huh. Because I, I I can't I can't tell if if I can't tell, but I think probably. I'm too far gone. Everybody would know, but I'd be like, "Good job, good job on you for preserving it while you had it." Hmm. But as we like, I don't know what would happen if I had good hair mm-hmm. into my late twenties and thirties. What do you mean? Like, like when you when so you when you start? Well, just, or just like he's just <laughs> be fucking swimming in that fucking trim, bro. Um, no, but like, but you're you're attached to the idea that like I'm a person with hair. Okay, and then it starts falling out, yeah. and all of a sudden you realize like that's that like I never had hair. Yeah, so it's not. It's more like oh, I look at pictures like oh, beard's gray now. Like whatever. Yeah, you I mean you had hair at some point, but I never no. I, but I always cut it off. Oh, like, I never had. Yeah, short. I was at stupid hairstyles, and yeah. then I just started shaving it because I'm like this is all dumb anyway. When's what was the longest your hair ever was? Like what age and what style? I had some rock and mullets in the late eighties. Really? Yeah, I had some. Okay. I had some real filthy, filthy mops back there. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, I, I don't think I ever like did the mullet. Un- I, unemployed in the front, yeah. and uh, nobody came to the party in the rear. <laughs> real shit bag crawling oh, around Stratford Square Mall. With my bad boy club T-shirt. My life's a beach shorts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you were something back then. 
I was not much anything, man. I was a real, I was, I was, I was pretty good dirt bagging. I'll yeah. say, you know, like the whole BMX scene, skateboarders were always st- like had some style mm-hmm. and a BMX guy, BMX thing. It was like part skateboarding, but then part like, like white trash motocross. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like the, the skateboarders always had style and then yeah, like, they were always, they cool. were like cool looking and they, if they listened to music, it was like cool, interesting stuff. And they were kind of like a lot of them, like kind of like next to the art scene. Yeah. And the, and the, the BMX freestyle guys were still next to the BMX scene, which was still just a sport. Uh huh. It was still a, a family sport yeah. and a sport where you, Ride dirty. I was watching some Todd Lyons video of him where he's like looking at old footage. He's like, oh, I threw an elbow into him here and I did that. Still, uh-huh. I was like, our pal Jared Harris <laughs> talks about. He's like, yeah, dudes would get mad because he would always race and his like his grandmother's dresses and stuff, and they would get freaked out by it because he never took it seriously. Yeah, and he's good. He's yeah. a really good bike rider. Yeah, but he said he's like, yeah, I'd always put my grandma's dress on or something to ride around just to like be weird and people couldn't handle it. Yeah. Like that's awesome. That dude. <laughs> Especially back then where it's not even silly times. Like everybody's like they're full yeah. racing leathers and their sponsors and look at trying to look as slick and as cool as yeah. possible and to just be a bonkers. And where he was doing it in Georgia. Oh yeah, and in the south. I mean it was like mostly a rural it's not a city sport. Yeah. yeah. You know? Skaters going back to them, I always thought they had like a cool uh gracefulness to them. You know, because that sport, like you gotta, you gotta. There's have a style the, the to balance it. and the you know the flow to it. So and, and a lot of the skaters I knew kind of carried that over off the board. You know, just like ah, oh, you could just tell. Yeah, they just had like a like a real subtle, cool swag to them. Swagger, yeah, you know? yeah, they were kind of they were chill. Yeah. Well, some of them, some of them were fucking lunatics. Look at old Mike Valelli videos of him just beating the shit out of people at skate is. spots. Oh yeah, he was a dude that always just looked like. A full bore skinhead, mm. like, and this is just what I've seen in videos. Like, I don't know the guy personally, so, but he would just. There's just always videos of anybody taunting him. It was like four guys. You just see him be like, "All right," <laughs> like <laughs> just a dude shirt off, like yes, like yeah. one of those kind of guys. Yeah. Like, oh, you're aggro. You're Oops. aggro. Your skating's aggro. You're aggro. Yeah, you're one of these dudes that like I'm not gonna fuck around. Oh man. Anyway. I, I don't know how we got there. It's all right, man. Bears, bears hibernating. Hey, apropos of nothing. Balloon. Apropos of nothing. I watched The Departed again last night. Oh, because you couldn't get enough of The Irishman? <laughs> it's put me on a Scorsese. To, to interrupt real quick, yeah. uh, Meth Syndicate. Do you know Meth Syndicate? No. Very funny on Instagram. He uh-huh. just he tries to make the dumbest shirts possible, uh-huh. and it's just the leprechaun from the movie The Leprechaun, and it says The Irishman across nice. it. Nice. I think that shirt's for sale right now. Oh, really? Yeah, he makes real funny, stupid that's, shirts. That's good. Man, I've seen this movie before. It's it's a good movie. Good, the, the the what did we say? Casino, Goodfellas. Uh, what did you watch? The Departed. The Departed. Uh, oh, speaking of Casino, real quick, just a little shameless oh, plug. This one's, this one's worse than normal. <laughs> this episode's more ADD than normal. Uh, I mentioned I got my cookbook out. Little, another shameless plug, but uh, I've got the Sam Rothstein blueberry muffin recipe. Uh, what is that? He gets the reference to that from Casino. But why is uh, <laughs> equal amount of blueberries in each muffin? He's sitting there with Kevin Pollack, and they're having a meeting, and they're having a I breakfast. I don't know. He sounded like Bernie Sanders, but that's a very Bernie Sanders sentiment. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he's sitting there with Kevin Pollack. They're both having a blueberry muffin over a little meeting, and re- his I, muffin has almost no blueberries. I remember that. And Kevin Pollack's is, is full of blueberries. He goes, what the fuck? It's like anything else around here. You want it done right, you got to do it yourself. And he goes back to the kitchen, talks to the chef, and goes, from now on, I want an equal amount of blueberries in each muffin. That is... No, that's Bernie Sanders. That's a Bernie Sanders impersonation you're doing yeah. about blueberry muffins. <laughs> it's way more accurate than your casino impersonation. I'll say that right now. And the chef's like, do you know how long that's going to take? I don't fucking care. <laughs> and, uh, and by the way, that chef is a big puss because it doesn't take that much longer. So, well, As per- evidenced by your cookbook. Yeah, yeah. So Anyway. Yeah, anyway. So you watch The Departed. <laughs> watch The Departed. <laughs> this one's a fucking mess. Great movie, obviously. Um Leo's great. Jack Nicholson's great. It's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem. If you remember the plot, all right, the plot, Leo is, he's, he's from the wrong side of the tracks, but uh, he wants to become a cop, so he goes through the uh, Massachusetts State Police training mm-hmm. school, blah, 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 graduates, and then when you know they go to assign him, 
he gets assigned to uh, Mark Wahlberg and uh, yeah. uh, Estevez's dad. Uh, Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen. Yeah. Anyway, they're like, hey, we know you're from the wrong side of the tracks. We know your family's a bunch of criminals. Uh, why the fuck you want to be a cop? Here, mm-hmm. If you really want to help us, uh, here's our plan. We're going to pretend that you committed a crime. You're going to literally go to prison for about six or 12 months. Yeah, you got to get on the inside, yeah. And then come out. Spoiler alert, we're ruining yeah. The Departed for you right now, if you haven't seen anyway, so he's an, now he's an ex-cop, and now mm-hmm. he's in with Jack Nicholson's Irish Mafia crew. And they're, they're, the crew is only like four or five guys. Yeah. And they all know that he used to be a cop and got in trouble and went to jail and blah, blah, blah. And now he's resorted back to his, his wild ways. But there's only like three or four people in this crew. And the whole movie, Jack Nicholson and the crew's like, we got a rat in our crew who's feeding info to the police. We don't know who it is. It's like you know that the the one out of the but five men. That was the whole point of him getting his arm broken is proving that he wasn't a cop. Still, that's the the still, whole thing is he went far enough to get his arm broken to prove he wasn't a cop. Still, there's five people, and in it the was crew. another guy, and it was still another guy in the end. But that guy wasn't in the in his crew. Yeah, he was. He was in the house afterwards, and they found. That's why he found out. You, yeah, I, did you, you watch see, the movie? You never see that guy. Yeah, you do with part of it. No. His crew's bigger than what they just show at the time. Okay, that's what He's I'm a, saying. There's no mafioso who's just got, I got four guys. <laughs> there's no criminal enterprise that has less staff than a fucking well, uh, Cinnabon at, at rush hour. They don't show anybody else. It's you don't have to. You assume guys. that there's other people doing stuff. Okay. So you're saying there's a... Like a normal mafia, there's you don't walk you don't walk into uh, thirty one flavors and see three people and just assume all of thirty one flavors is run by these three people. Well, that's okay. Then that, that, that listen, that Scorsese only has four and a half hours to get the point across <laughs> in his films. All right, he's it, only got so much time. It just to rip that, off Japanese movies or wherever that story was from. What story? The Departed. Oh, is that from a Japanese? Movie? I think yeah, the whole crisscross and who's on oh, the inside. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was my promise. Like, there's five of you. You know that one of them used to be a cop, and we can't figure out who the rat is. Like, that just bothered me. No, the whole time he was a suspect, and they broke his arm to prove that he wasn't talking. And then he did stuff to prove that he wasn't talking to the cops by being a criminal with them. He proved his worth. That was the whole point of the movie is he did such a good job as he proved his – he made them realize that even though he's an ex-cop, he wasn't the guy. Just like on the other side, Matt Damon did such a good job Mm -hmm. playing ball with the cops to prove that he wasn't a rat for the uh, Nicholson's crew. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, here's an episode of dudes talking about dude stuff that dudes like. <laughs> Big tits, yay or nay? Yay. Okay, next issue. Small tits, yay or nay? Yay. Good. Cleared it up. All tits. Great. Scors- Scorsese movies ranked from good to I'd watch it again to pretty good. Kundun. I liked it. Couldn't. What is that? He did some weird uh, art house film called Kundun. And, uh, what is it, actually in Italian? Uh, is I that what's know. already about it? I don't know. I never saw it. But in uh, in Sopranos, uh, Christopher, Michael Imperioli's character, he's trying to get into this swanky club. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Scorsese walks by. And he's like, oh, shit, that's Scorsese. And he just yells, Kundun! I liked it! <laughs> Because I guess that's one of his least popular films. Okay. Yeah. There's another Scorsese reference. <laughs> Stick Kyle. with the Dago fisticuffs, Scorsese. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Dago is funny. Once again, this is uh, me going over the top as a character saying yeah. the word Dago. Mm-hmm. I would never say that in my regular life. I would never say it's... Uh, I would never call a Scorsese film the old WAP double cross in my regular life, but in character, that's what I would refer to his films as. Oh, my gosh. The old WAP double cross. We got to stop doing this in the morning. Oh, man. Dude, (laughs) I got some new news for you. New news? New news. I'm moving. Again. You got it. I'm moving. Like to your place? Or is... (laughs) It was old balls picking up and finding a new spot. He told me a funny joke. He goes, hey, hey, do you know that I got one leg shorter than the others? 
<laughs> and when he said others, I was like, what? I go, really? Which one? He goes, the middle one. <laughs> <laughs> this guy sounds pretty fun. <laughs> he's pretty fun. <laughs> the middle one. So what's uh, he doing? He's, he's taking his mud flap out. <laughs> no, I didn't see any balls this week, so that's good. Uh, balls, they're like a bib for your dick. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good. I'm moving to Long Beach, dude. Uh, you're moving along, balls. All right, here's a question. So much. Oh, Davy Long Balls. <laughs> so much drama in the LBC. What's the C? Long Beach, what? Long, Long Beach City? Long, Long Beach City. I never heard anybody say Long Beach City. Snoop. Hmm. Okay. But yeah, moving along. Snoop Beach. and Bradley. Yeah, Bradley. Uh, what's his name? Mm. Knowles. Bradley Noel. That's Noel, I Sublime? Think. Yeah, yeah. Sublime without Rome. Romeless Sublime. Rome. That's the new guy that they have to say. Oh. It's Sublime with Rome. Oh, I didn't realize that. Oh, it's so it's like it's like, it's like it's like when like a like a like a drink comes out. It's like now less calories. Like yeah. they gotta add that on. Uh-huh. And I like I saw it on some festivals. Sublime, the real tiny writing. With Rome, like, yeah, we know the dude didn't come back from the dead. <laughs> yeah. We, I didn't we know you got a different going. guy. Huh, interesting. Of course they did. Were you going to listen to the solo projects from those yeah. burnouts? Yeah, I was never a big Sublime guy. <laughs> I know a lot of people like uh, 40 Ounces to Freedom. That's a great um, album. Yeah. I don't I don't hate them. I just it just never really grabbed hold of me. No, I, I it was one of those things like I like not not to do the I liked it before, but mm-hmm. man, when you saw what the like oh, fans ruined the band on that one. Yeah. But early on I was like, "Oh wait, this is like not quite ska, but also you're covering Bad Religion and Descendant songs, mm-hmm. but also Grateful Dead. So I could see how they kind of amassed yeah. this following of like, you're a punk rock dude, you're a hippie stoner dude, mm-hmm. and we got both of you. Yeah. Which is a lot of what you're going to get in the LBC. Yeah, man. One of the one of the few uh, strongholds of rockabilly still left in this world. Really? Yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah, a lot of I knew Alex's bar. Yeah, a lot of those. Still eggs. a lot of pompadours and unspoken racism down in the LBC. Okay. Right on. So right on. Maybe I'll start rocking a pompadour. You need uh, you need dry cleaned Pendleton flannels. Yeah, that's what you need. Okay. You know what you need? You need a two hundred dollar flannel shirt that okay. says "I'm just like the working class." Yeah. Need me a big old wallet chain. Oh, but that's the only place they make them anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Old, I've never lived near the ocean. Very exciting. You live near the ocean now. No, I don't. You're in a coastal city. <laughs> 20 miles away. We're 20 miles away from the nearest ocean. <laughs> the nearest <laughs> ocean. Yeah. All the different Where's oceans? the nearest ocean? I mean, well, the closest one. <laughs> it's like it's a Starbucks. Closest ocean is 20 miles away. That's We're an hour drive from the ocean. That's true. That's how far inland we are. That's I'm true. saying I looked at some apartments that... I could barely afford, but you know, yeah, that I could see the ocean from my balcony. That'd be rad. That'd be very. You can go up the hill here and see the ocean. Yeah, Long Beach is cool though. I'm I'm with you on it. Can't swim there though. Yeah, because of the let a boat run off. Yeah, the dock. It's the docks down there. Makes me want to watch Gone in sixty seconds again. They chase everybody. One of my favorite. Terrible movies. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's real bad. Real bad, but like guilty pleasure. Like, oh, it's, uh, it's eye candy with those, all the cars. Yeah, those cars are cool and the cars do stuff. And then Fast and Furious came along. I'm like, oh, see you later. Yeah. Gone in 60 seconds. Like that. It's I'm not going to. All right. There's there's one scene. I guess uh, Nick Cage's character's named Dallas Reigns. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the bad guy who's supposed to steal all these cars for. They're going to kill his brother. Yeah. And the, the guy who plays this character. I think he might be the same guy from Pulp Fiction who raped Ving Rhames. Whoa. I think it might be that guy. Whoa, guy. Uh, Zed, I think. But anyway, but he goes, uh, something, they're having the big dramatic showdown, and they're about to kill each other, and he goes, something about, it doesn't rain. When it doesn't rain, it pours. It's like, yeah. Yeah, because that's your name. Get it? It's like, oh, such bad writing. Dallas Rains is a weatherman. Oh, really? No, no, Dallas Mountain is a weatherman. Dallas in Mountain. L.A. Huh. I'm going to look up. They got some quality fake names in the weather. Now that segment. you say that, I feel like uh, Nick Cage's character was not Dallas Reigns. Let's see. This is good pod right here. Let's see the good ones. Who are the good ones? Dallas Reigns, born as Kevin Feinstein. 
He's a meteorologist. Okay, yeah, that's mm. that was in my brain. Uh, let's see. Then what does Nick Cage? Is, I feel like it's it, maybe it's not Dallas. It's, no, it's something. It's something, it's something rains. rains. Okay, yeah. But IMDb. Yeah. Boy, what a killer episode, everybody. Yeah, we're, we're, we're crushing it. Doing good. Here, okay. Here's here's a from SF Gate. Most ridiculous weatherman names of all time. Number five, Larry Sprinkle. Number four, Dallas Rains. Number three, Sam Champion. Number two, Johnny Mountain. K Cal. Number one, Stormfield. God damn, Stormfield. <laughs> Johnny Mountain. <clears throat> Johnny Mountain. Oh man. Oh, I love it. No. Memphis Reigns. Oh, Another city. Even, even worse. Even yeah. worse. Memphis Reigns. But yeah, it doesn't rain, it pours. Oh, good wordplay, villain. Anytime De- uh, Delroy Lindo shows up in a movie, though, I'm like, all right. Who's that? He's the, he's the big black guy chasing him. And Timothy Oliphant oh, was his partner. Yes, okay. They did not get enough. Timothy Oliphant, anything? Ah, oh, I like that dude, dude. Justified. He's one of those guys that like, oh, he's in this. Oh, or like, or like uh, Michael Pena mm-hmm. is he's one great. of those guys. Like, if you're in something, I'm watching. Yeah, because either you're serious and you're good, or you're funny and he's real funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like him. See the one? Have you seen? Um, fuck. End of Watch. Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm, LAPD. Possibly. It's pretty good. intense. Yeah, it's intense. All right. Well. But yeah, moving uh, move to Long Beach. Start listening to Sublime. Why not, man? Just you go know? chill out down there. Yeah, I'm very excited. I mean, I haven't like signed the lease yet or anything, but uh, I convinced Katie. Like, I got to get out of L.A., man. Just, just burn out. And you are out of L.A. Mind right now. Why are you rushing home? to get out of L.A. more out of L.A.? Actually, I'll be closer. To, well, to all quicker right. Drive. Long Beach. All right, man. Yeah. Uh, I, I dig it. Yeah. Very exciting. Come down. What's she going to do in Long Beach? I don't know. She'll figure it out. Yeah. We both just kind of go with the flow, man. <laughs> just, just go with the flow. Dude. What flow is taking you to Long Beach? <laughs> Neither of you have jobs there. That's not the flow. It's the opposite of the flow. You're going against the current. Yeah. We can both do what we do now down there. Fucking fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <man>. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. What do we got to talk about, man? We're 26 minutes in. Yeah. Finally, we're about, it's almost noon. Noon. <laughs> it's almost noon. Uh, get this shit going. Hey, man. All right. Topical boogie monster shit. Uh, Guess who's back? Oh, people have been sending it to me. Chicago Mothman making I, another appearance. All right. So. Yeah, dude. I mean, I want it as much as anybody. November 26th. Not long ago. 6.30 p.m. Trucker is uh, mm. back in his truck up to uh, up to a bay at uh, O'Hare Airport. I'm going to read you his exact uh, account of the story. Quote, I was at the airport picking up a load at Nippon. 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 I was already backed mm-hmm. into a dock and was standing away from the truck smoking a cigarette while they loaded my truck. I was looking towards the runways in the direction of the tunnel and that is when I noticed something that looked like a large bird standing just outside of the fence by the parking lot. It was not hard to miss because two street lamps were nearby. It looked like a person with wings that were stretched out flapping. It was walking away from the fence toward the open mm-hmm. field and then began to flap its wings and disappeared. I just think it's very convenient that we haven't heard much from the Mothman. And then NPR does a story about the Chicago Mothman on October 28th. 2019 really and then a month later somebody has mysteriously seen him after npr in their article 
says, Our hope is that Chicagoans will be able to keep this investigation going so that we may one day meet our winged friend and ride upon him like a luck dragon. You think his truck driver's rocking to NPR every day? Truck drivers listen to... I, I would bet that there are some truck drivers out there mm -hmm. that are far more informed oh, yeah. on trivialities than most people because so. all they have are just hours on end mm -hmm. to consume something by audio. Mm-hmm. So I would think that there's plenty of them out there that are a wealth of information, mm -hmm. you know? No, I'm not disparaging truck drivers. I'm just saying that's not necessarily NPR's but, demographic. But you, you have no idea. Like, I mean, when I had a job where it was just like I, I loved having a physical job where, like, I can do this thing. And obviously you got to be, you know, safety's a concern. But when you know what you're doing and you can do that thing. And just sit. You have to be more methodical. This is me talking out of turn because I've never driven a truck. But I think you have to be more methodical. And you do have to have your head on a swivel looking out for dickhead drivers and everything. But then you got to have something that's going to keep you engaged oh, and awake. Yeah. You know, you're probably listening to some. Anybody with a job where it's like hours of just doing a task that you know how to do. And you have the choice. Like, I can independently learn about so many things. I mm -hmm. love doing that on car rides. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Now with the world of podcasts and yeah. audiobooks, and NPR is going to have the stuff, they don't all have to be like right-wing Yosemite Sam mud flaps, you know. <laughs> Listening to truck stop novelty CDs. Yeah, well, maybe, yeah, you get you get the idea what truckers are like because of what's sold at a truck stop, but yeah. I would like to see the, the story about, like, well, here's here's here's... 20 truck drivers are going to make you think twice about who's in the cab of that mm -hmm. Kenworth in front of you. I knew a guy from North Carolina, who, a comic, who was a uh, by day a trucker. Yeah. And he would, uh, he, would he would hit different cities to do comedy uh, based on his routes. Yeah. He said he loved it. That's a good gig, man, truck driving. You know? Like, if I wasn't doing this, I'd probably be a truck driver. You know, get to see the country. Get paid to drive. I was I would always talk to those guys when I worked in warehouses though, and they were all. This is also why it's like, well, okay, truck drivers see stuff. Yeah, it's a little white line fever mm -hmm. of just being, especially when you're pushed to the limits like truck drivers are. Now I think they have devices that calculate. Yeah, they can't drive. They I can't think drive. It's 585 miles a day. Is that what it is? I, I thought it was like a time. I, I thought it was a time. Well, and you can't. Yeah, you you have to. You can't drive mm -hmm. cons, uh, consecutively too long. You have to. But those guys. Long. I mean, when you're like. We both, I mean, you're, you've driven across the country where it's like, well, if I get home, you can motivate yourself to stay oh. awake past a reasonable amount, yeah, which yeah. isn't safe. Yeah. Now, when your livelihood depends on it yeah, and you're doing whatever you can to stay awake, I can see why truck drivers are like, I saw stuff. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, you're sleep deprived in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. We're all going to see stuff. That's true. So that's where I'm going with it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> This guy, though, uh, when asked if he had seen something similar before, the witness stated that mm -hmm. uh, he had, in fact, seen something similar when he was a teenager back home in Mexico. This guy's probably Mexican. and uh, But not people Mexico. but people live there. Yeah, that's true. Uh, well, guy I, hit me up on Instagram, lives in uh, Chile. Chile. This is a Boogie Monster fan. Right on. Said 15 years ago, him and his wife were just like, nah, fuck this, and moved to Chile. He's like, Good for I them. want you to come visit. The dollar's real strong because of all the unrest. I'm like, all right, man. Got a lot of good Maybe. sea bass. <clears throat> Shout out to, they do have that sea bass. Yeah. The Shout out to Chip Fritz, who hit me up on Instagram. Chip Fritz. If you want to go to, if you want to do a remote from Chile. Let's do it. He's, Chile. Offered, uh, he's offered his place for nice. us. Nice. The witness stated that uh, when he was a teenager, he saw a solid black winged creature that was circling an open field that he and other kids were playing soccer in. He stated it circled the field, made a long screeching noise before flying off into the surrounding forest. When uh, asked if he had remembered the date of the sighting, he stated he did not. Uh, but uh, a week later, there was a large earthquake in Mexico City. And it says, for the record, magnitude 8.0 earthquake hit Mexico City, September 19th of 85. Because that's another thing, okay? If you remember, Point we were talking pleasant. about the original yeah. Mothman. Yeah. He would show up a day or two before natural disasters. So this odd that this guy who saw Chicago Mothman also had a similar experience back home in Mexico. Yeah, real weird. <laughs> what a coincidence. Yeah.
But uh, <coughs> well, what? Okay, we've talked about this a lot, but like, let's review and refresh. What do you think it is? Uh, there's no doubt that a lot of people in Chicago in the last couple of years have seen something. But then they did they debunked it because they said that like a lot of the sightings and reports were all coming from the same IP address. Somebody followed all the, the same like computer with different emails off of it. To the best of my knowledge, so from us from the same source. Mm-hmm. That somebody can make different email addresses from your computer and send off like I saw him here, I saw him there. Okay, so when I didn't hear about all that, yeah, I was like, that's the problem. You look into any of the stuff we research, mm-hmm. and you'll find the truth, mm-hmm. which is that it's probably not real, hmm. which is a bummer. But like so the Point Pleasant, the Point Pleasant one we said it was a crane. We found a picture of a giant bird, a giant bird. That's so, native to the area. All the Chicago sightings, all the reports originated from emails. I think there was a lot of human beings that said, police officer, what's that? I know there was at least one case where a cop saw it, too. Oh, yeah, because the fucking police are always No, I'm just saying honest. the same IP No offense if you're a police officer, but... <laughs> this, you're talking about the IP address. That, that implies that all the reports No, not all of them, but a lot of them. A lot of them. Mm-hmm. That's how things happen. Oh, I'm going to say I saw Mothman too. Go on anything on the internet. I was there. I saw that. Okay. There's a document about the woman who, who claimed to be in 9-11 and joined 9-11 support groups. Yeah. It was actually very helpful to other people in the night. Like, she was a... Force for good, uh-huh. but then people are like, you weren't there, and then she disappeared because she wasn't, mm. but to be a part of something, especially when it's harmless, mm. when you could just say like, yeah, I saw it too. Ghost stories. People want to be a part of a thing, mm. whether it's for prank reasons or for a sense of community. I think these are more prank. This is, this is Chicago. These are fucking pranksters. Man, you got to get You're just a fucking wet blanket. I'm th- if the truth is a wet blanket, get chilly, buddy. I wanna, I wanna <clears throat> believe in the Chicago Mothman. I want to too. And, but all right, let's pretend. That I've just never, real. I've never met him. I've never, I don't know what he You're- sounds like. You know, I got no, I got no proof. That's true. You're, I got no proof. You're always gone when he swings by here. Yeah. Um. All right. Pretend this is legit. Why Chicago? Why is this thing? What about Chicago? Is it the airport? Is it the hot dogs? I mean, if it's migratory patterns of Mothman. Uh huh. <laughs> Mothman. Oh, hold on. Someone's here. All right, we'll go, go get it. Hold on. Hello? Dave, oh my God. I think I could. Okay. Cause I heard you, uh, you guys are talking about. For, okay, uh, da, God's honest truth. God's honest truth. I started listening when you're talking about Scorsese movies. <laughs> oh yeah, Dave. Yeah, how you been, Dave? You been okay? I'm doing good. All right. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Oh Dave. Okay. So I, I, the first off, I like the. I mean, I, Kyle's got some real shit attitudes, and I don't like his terminology when talking about uh, people I, Italian heritage. Uh huh. Because uh, being from uh, Chicago, yeah. uh, I'm the Mott Man. I'm the Chicago Mott Man. You got the... Uh, got- I take a little fame. I'm most, mostly New York guys uh-huh. that he does movie, but we got plenty of them uh, the Italian fellas. You have Italian heritage? Got, uh, Al Capone. We got Al Capone. I'm, I got, uh, got Mott Man heritage. <laughs> but you grow up around it, you know, and you take it on. You're like, oh, you just instead of spaghetti, you say, I have a little spaghetti. You know, you just start talking like him. You know, you don't say meatball, you say mutabola. Because that's how they say it in the old country, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Because that's, uh, you know, you know why Italy's uh, shaped like a boot? Because it kicks fucking ass. Okay, buddy? That's how that's how that works over there. So he's pretty much denying your existence. I don't understand why he doesn't want to. Okay. This Mexican drug driver saw you. Oh, uh, you call him Mexican drug trafficker? No, What'd you no, call him? Because that's racist. No, he, he's from Mexico. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's, well, that's okay. not a slur. Nah, you, okay. The thing there, I uh-huh. would just, I go by the airport. I just like watching the planes like Wayne's World, you know? Uh-huh. I go down there. I get off, uh, I go down off Irving. I go down off Irving Park. I go over there. Sometimes, uh, you know, sometimes I just, uh, you know, my man gets a little lonely. Okay. And Do you have a preference of uh, airports there in Chicago? Yeah, I go to o- O'Hare. That's all the in- big international flights. Okay, you that's where you could dream over off Irving Park. Bigger and planes. Go. Oh, what is that? That one's maybe that one's going to Hawaii. Oh, my man, love to go to Hawaii. 
<laughs> My man would love to see uh, oh, Honolulu. Oh. But, uh, you know, Midway, it's a lot of just in the, oh, where did that one go? Oh, probably that one's going to Denver. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, big deal. Yeah. Now, Mop Man wants to dream. You got dreams. Mop Man wants to think about Paris, France. Okay. <laughs> Mop Man, what would it be like sitting on top of Eiffel Tower eating a good uh, brulee? Yeah? You never been abroad? Nah, my, I can't. No, Dave. Who am I going to go with? You know, there's always talk about Chicago Mop Man. There's uh-huh. no Chicago Mop Woman. Oh. I know. I'm all alone out there. You never had you a nice moth lady? No, friend? who's going to talk to Mop Man? Oh, man. The holidays are tough. Yeah. You know, you don't want to spend Christmas with a person you care about. And then Mott Man, Mott Man just want to have make a nice, uh, I don't like to make a goose because that's a little close to home. But yeah, a, a ham, weird. I like to make a ham. Okay. Yeah. You know. Like a honey baked ham. Oh, give me all the types of bakes. Okay. So what are you doing this Christmas? Just alone again? I'll probably go sit by the airport some more. Oh, man. Yeah. I try to stay. I don't want to freak out the truck drivers. Yeah. What are you going to eat? Uh, I mean, I'll probably get the, you know, what they got over there that's open on a Christmas. It's pretty sad. I think a Sizzler's open on a Christmas. So I'll hang out behind there and see what they throw out from the salad bar. Yeah, you don't go in and sit down. No. No, I tried going in with a big coat one time. (laughs) But they didn't like the way I was picking at the salad bar. They said I was going in there all crazy, like, coming at throwing cherry tomatoes everywhere. So I didn't, uh, you know. You just hang out by the door. Yeah, I go and maybe I get the little uh, mustard chole. The what? Mustard chole. What's that? Mustard chole. I don't know. I still know what that is. It's a noodle. Oh, okay. Mustard chole? Yeah. Never heard oh, of Dave, it. Oh, Dave, you never had the mustard chole. Dave, you got your little cookbook. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you heard you about my bake, cookbook? Yeah. Oh, oh, I love, I look at the recipes. <laughs> I use my big winged arms to flip through it. I use my big winged arms to flip through it. I go, uh, even though it's an ebook, I flip through it. I, I meant scroll. I have an iPad, but it's hard because I got yeah. I got the talons, the talons instead of fingers, and that doesn't read just on an iPad. It up. Yeah, I'm just clicking. I just make a weird clicking sound. It bothers me too. But oh. so I, but I like the recipe. You could try a nice mustard chow. Maybe a nice manicot. Okay, I know manicot. Manicot. Yeah, I don't know much. Nice ricotta. Yeah, you put a little ricotta in the manicot. I do. I, I That's a little it. more French than it was the Italian. I'd it's, love to go there too, though, because to see where all the Scorseses come from, yeah, and where all the Michaels and the Paulies uh-huh. come from yeah. in the movies, and the Tonys, yeah, the those Pauly. guys. Yeah. Oh, I love all they have so many cousins. My mod man just wants a cousin's yeah. house to go to on Christmas. Mod man just looking for connection. Mod man, I try to I go hang out with the geese in the park, but they know something's up. Yeah, They're they got scared. no love for me. Anyway, I just want to come by and say sorry to the. Mexican fella that I scared uh-huh. over by O'Hare. Okay. I was just trying to watch. I was just trying to daydream. Yeah, I understand. I was trying to think, where do you want to go for forever, Dave? Where, where do for, I want like, to go? Like for vacations. Vacation or forever? Yeah. Do you want to go to, where do you want to go to? Uh, I mean, I... You want to see Rome? <laughs> yeah, do, I'd like to go see Rome. I'd do, like to go to Italy. Do you want to go see a pyramid? Yeah, yeah. I would love to see the pyramids. All right. Do you know anything about the pyramids? No, just... No. Because, you know, you kind of have folklore Me? You know, around you. Mott Man? I feel like you might be in tune to... Mott Man is folklore? Yeah. You didn't no, know that? people make... They make keychains and shit for me. They You're don't. a legend. Oh, well. Uh, oh, Mott Man blushing over here, Dave. Yeah. Okay, too much for me. I got to go. <laughs> you embarrass me. I got to get out of here, Dave. Well, thanks for stopping by. Get a Master Chol. Master Chol. Get a nice Master Chol noodle. Okay, okay. I'll Try it. That. Tell Kyle I say hi. I can't believe I keep missing him. He's in the pisser. Okay. Yeah, he he take, take a big, a long pee. Yeah, yeah, he pees a long he time. He holds up, he's holds yeah. up all that coffee and <laughs> water. He's got a huge bladder. Yeah, just yeah. a real slow trickle. Yeah. That's a problem. You get a pill for that. <laughs> okay, Dave. I see you later. Hey, Merry Christmas, everybody. Thank you, Mouth Man. And there he goes, flying away. Kyle, get back in here. You just fucking missed him. What did Oh, uh, ah, Kyle. What did I miss? You missed the Mothman again. I heard a <laughs> half-hearted attempt at an accent out here. Was that? Did I miss the Mothman? He was. He was. He was a little. Uh, he was a little down today. He's. He's lonely. He seems depressed lately. Yeah. Well, he's lonely. He's. Well, why is he, why is he lonely? Well, he's. He's a. He's a freak of nature. No one well, wants to be around him. Oh my God, that's me. It's, it's hard for him to connect. If he's from nature, then it's not. <laughs> there's nothing freakish. Well, if nature created him, yeah, he's unique. Yeah. What are the Mothman's parents? That's a good question. Maybe that's why. Maybe it's a like a falcon uh-huh. and uh, a guy. <laughs> a falcon and a guy. You know, I love that show, The Falcon and the Guy. It was right on after Jake and the Fat Man. What was that when the Falcon and the Guy? It's uh. That's not real.
No, there was something about a falcon, right? Hmm. There's a, an Avenger that has a bird, I think. I'm think. Thinking about the Maltese falcon. That's a movie. What's Maltese? I always thought it was candy. That's a... When my dad would like, oh, Maltese Falcons on it. I was always thinking like chocolate Maltese What is Falcon. a Maltese? The chocolate Maltese Falcon. Hmm. It's an all blackface remake of a Humphrey Bogart. <laughs> a Maltese is a dog breed. <laughs> oh, we said some horror. This is a bad episode. It's not good. It's not good. We're winding down for the year. Uh, yeah, boy, are we. We're like, uh, you know, it's you, like the last week at work before Christmas vacation. Uh, it's been the last week at work since That's we started true. this thing. We, we can got, get into a topic we if We got want. 15 minutes. Let's talk about a topic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me shoot down some bullshit real quick. <laughs> get on this. <laughs> oh, my God. We've got our formula down pat. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about the. Uh, <clears throat> I wanted to talk to you about the uh, Janasqua. You ever heard of the Janasqua? Mm. Janasqua. I'm surprised I haven't. She's done on one the real world, I think. Uh, subspecies of the of my beloved Sasquatch. Uh, primarily oh, a subspecies of Sasquatch. Oh, there's many subspecies. We've talked about that. Sasquatch be fucking. You got. You got. You got the Florida skunk ape. Sasquatch fucking everything out there. You got the Yowie. You got the Yeti. You got the where's Almaste. The, where's this one from? This one is. This one uh, has a specific address. There's yeah. only one. You don't like to be bothered. The Janasqua is a, uh, a subspecies of the, of the Sasquatch, uh, primarily uh, based out of Native American folklore, uh, also referred to as Stone Giant Man. How do you spell Janasqua? G E N O S. K-W-A, Janasqua. Uh, in Iroquois legend, this hairy hominid was known as Otni uh, Yarhead. I'm not, I'm not pronouncing that correctly in Native American tongue. Or Otni Yarhe. Also translates to stone giant or stone coat. The reason they talk about him being a stone giant is there's all kind of reports from Native American folklore about them encountering these 10, 12-foot giant beasts that looked like they might have been made out of stone. Can we just admit that Native Americans smoked everything? Well, yeah. They smoked every plant they could, mm-hmm. and they saw some shit. Like, yeah. I, w- with all due respect, mm-hmm. I have a feeling Native Americans were high as fuck all the time. What's a possibility. All, all the time. But it, that could have been to their benefit, you know? It could have made them more in tune with nature and our earth. All right, go on. The reason they thought these uh, giant beasts were made out of stone is uh, some people think that they would uh, they would get, you know, you know squatch are real, just they're, they're nasty. They don't bathe. No, no. Oh, they got like the gnarly, muddy well, dreads. Well, they got the muddy dreads, and they're disgusting. But what these uh, dudes would do... They would purposely Nutty dreadlock. They would roll around on stone and rocks and Rasta dirt squatch. and get get all these stones and, and pebbles. Reggae squatch. Like uh like like chain mail. Reggae squatch don't want to be found. <laughs> oh god. Whoa diddly 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 whoa reggae squatch. Have you seen Chris? Want to just be in the forest? Have you seen Chris Fairbanks' new <laughs> I've clip? Seen, I've seen him go off oh on my God. any kind of reggae stuff. So fucking funny. <laughs> but he's talking about like reggae stuff. What did he say? He's uh, just like, Lion. Zion. It's a state park in Utah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, fucking reggae squatch is a t-shirt. Keep going. I'm reggae looking it up right now. So... The uh, the Native Americans would get into battles with the Janasqua, and uh, they would just these Janasqua would just beat the shit out of them. It would really kick their ass, and uh, so Native Americans <laughs> would shoot uh, bow and arrows at them. Of course they would. And the Janasqua <laughs> got, got the wise idea of Found like, hey, it. if we roll around in these <laughs> in this pile of pebbles and stones and grit and grime, uh, it'll stick to us because we got all this gunk already on us. And it'll serve as kind of a full body armor. So you got these giant. Oh, here's another thing they would do: Sasquatch reggae dreads Bigfoot dreadlocks Jamaica Rasta tank top on Amazon. <laughs> All right, the Janasqua. Do you want this tank top, Dave? Let me see. 
Look, like it's Sasquatch, but he's got dreads. I can't. I and can't he's got really. trippy sunglasses on. <laughs> That's our new Boogie Monster shirt. Get this. All right. The Janasqua, they were the... Get it, Rega Squatch. <laughs> God damn it. Sorry. They were the larger, more aggressive version of Bigfoot. Oh, Bumbaclot. <laughs> Listen to this, you fucking idiot. Yeah, I'm the idiot. Go on about this. Listen Go to on this. about Reggae Squatch. One of their uh, their finishing moves, if you will. <laughs> this shirt has Sasquatch with a cowboy hat and six guns. <laughs> they would twist people's heads off no. and decapitate them. That's not Irie. <laughs> That's not Irie at all. <laughs> oh, my God. What does Irie mean? One love. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> One love, Mama Clock Squatch. They would twist people's heads off. Oh, no head, no cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You're such an idiot. <laughs> How'd you think I was going to respond? Think about that. They would, There's so they would much Rasta Sasquatch shit out there. They would there. twist people's heads off. How about socks? Until they were decapitated. They would throw rocks at people. Wow. Uh, much more aggressive, much bigger. Some of these, uh, I, I was listening to a story of a guy who ran across one, said it was 13 feet tall. All right, get this too. They got glowing red eyes, not eye shine. A lot of Bigfoot people see eye shine because at night they shine a flashlight on them, or whatever. Like certain animals, oh, got red eyes. These were fucking red in the daytime. And Native Americans, said, yeah, they were. <laughs> Rasta Squatch be smoking them spleefs. <laughs> me got them red eyes all day. <laughs> How did we even get to Rasta Squatch? Bumbaclot. Where did we even get Reggae to? Squatch. Oh, my God. Rasta Squatch got them red eyes. He hungry. Going to eat some heads. Rasta Squatch <laughs> going to feast on the dude melon. <laughs> they would eat. Going to suck your brains like a bowl of soup. They'd eat human beings alive. Yeah, they would. They'd twist their heads off and eat them. Isn't that, isn't that crazy? Isn't that nuts? It sure is, Dave. It sure is a crazy story. Here's what else they did. What else they do? They, uh, if they get scared, they, they play that reggae. If they get uh, startled, if you spooked one, uh, uh, they, uh, they, they would secrete a terrible odor from their armpits on purpose. Oh, it's like a defense mechanism. Oh, look at that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's nuts. And uh, <laughs> there's different. All right, God damn it. <laughs> What did you think was going to happen? I was going to tell you about the four different types of Sasquatch. Oh, there's different types? Of course there's different types. Oh, they're not all not real? Type 1 Bigfoot. Type 1. Type 1. Type 1's like the Patty. The you Patterson can, you just can't have any candy. Type 2, you might lose your leg. <laughs> Is it, type 1's the classic Sasquatch. Looks like uh, the Patterson Class Cross between a human and a mountain gorilla. Uh, type 2. More uh, ape-like than Type 1. They reported uh, many areas in North America, especially in the South. The Type 2s are a little smaller, uh, like like Florida Skunk Ape would probably be like a Type 2. Uh, the Janasqua would be Type 3. <laughs> I found a Halloween costume. <laughs> and it's just, it's a boy in a witch's hat with a witch's cape, but the witch's cape, the vampire cape, has Rasta Bigfoot playing a flying V. Look at that. Whatever that is, that's what I got from typing in Reggae Bigfoot. That's a more realistic Google search than whatever the fuck you're telling me right now. Oh, man. <laughs> Sorry, type three. Type three is like the Janasqua. It's uh, more of like a, a, a mandrel human mix. Mandrel like uh, that, that ape, kind of like a baboon. Uh, looks similar to Bigfoot, but more savage and primal. So, so the Janoska would be a type three. And then type four, uh, more of like the, the Neanderthal, the early man Bigfoot. So because wild man. Squatch, skanking with your Bigfoot. He'd drop an egg corn, he'd pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. <laughs> damn it. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what do you think of him? Come on. <laughs> No, just fuck off. <laughs> Me no fuck off. <laughs> Miraga Bigfoot. 
<laughs> Rock a big foot, nothing but chill, airy, smoke at a sweet leaf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've offended everyone. Yeah, this, this episode. There's got to be something you're doing wrong here. No, right? Mm-mm. Was it you said that uh, reggae squatch? Let's talk about the Rastafarians. Aren't they all homophobic? Well, now how's, how's now, you wanna, now you want now you want to get that's a we can't you can't bring that up at the end. <laughs> you can't say that. There yeah. the Rastafarianism is uh up like all religions uh has some problematic elements. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, yeah, the same could be said for Christianity. Yeah. They have a problem with homosexuals as well. Um all right, well I can tell you don't give a fuck about Janasqua. Even though he's pretty rad, dude. He twists people's heads off. He's 13 feet tall. And he's, he's got, got fucking stones all over his body. And sounds like if you forced a nine-year-old to make up why they came home covered in mud. <laughs> uh, with know. an extra $300. Yeah. There was a monster and it was like this. And it had red eyes. Why red? Why always red? I don't know. Pretty uh, predictable. Yeah. Yeah. Certain things, you know, there's certain animals that, that glow and omit weird colors. Eye shine, yeah, but always oh, red but eyes. No, like, they uh, always like the, the traditional color of evil. Well, uh, but like the concept of like animals ha- being able to create light out of their eyes or anything. Like look at a fucking lightning bug. Where's that Where's that come from? <laughs> their butts light up. How's that happen? It's not eye shine. Uh, that, yeah. Okay. All right. Very true. A lot of to fish. Say it that way. A lot of things in the ocean. You know that can glow. Clear, yeah. Can glow. glow. Yeah. So I don't know. But yeah, gnarly, gnarly ass. Uh, he's the big uh, troublemaker cousin of, of the North American Sasquatch. Taller. Uh, got crazy fangs. Oh, uh, and fangs. Crazy fangs. Does he have crazy, claws. Almost claw like tal- Almost talon like claws. Does he have a cut off jean jacket yeah. vest? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Cigarette in his ear. <laughs> that real, real dangerous couple, dude. Couple tattoos. Oh man, that guy's got an old Pantera shirt on. Look out! We don't know what he's up to. And I preface this the same way with all these topics. Pretend this is real, and imagine seeing a thirteen foot tall Bigfoot with rocks all over his body and fangs. Can I pretend? And he tries to twist your head off. Can I pretend he's just listening to uh, Peter Tosh's? Legalize it when I see him. Sure. Legalize it. The belief in Bigfoot. We got them big feet. Hard to rock steady. Oh, rock steady. What? what? Oh, rocks. Oh, oh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I, you know, I ran out of ideas. Admittedly. You make me want to watch. Uh, what's that old Steven Seagal movie where uh, Reggae he, Squatch he with fights, Steven Seagal? He fights the Rastafarians. Uh, it's probably just hard him on his cop show. It's either Hard to Kill or Marks for Death or another any other movie with three words in the title. That was, Out for Justice, Hard to Kill, Marks for Death, was Above a, the Law. That was uh, <laughs> my buddy Eric Acosta. I was talking about his jokes in the last episode. But what's the two? It's a two-word Steven Seagal movie. Under Siege? Yeah, because he's like, all Steven Seagal movies have three words. They're hard to kill. I'm like, Under Siege 2. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I love those terrible <clears throat> movies. But yeah, there's one where he fights. Uh, I don't know if he goes down to Jamaica. <laughs> I, I think they're already up in America. But yeah, and he cuts one of them's head off, and then then one of them has a twin brother, and he thought he came back to life. I don't know. I want to update my request to have my casket wrapped. I want it wrapped in reggae Sasquatch. Okay. Is that a thing you can buy? There is something about... I love how much stuff I'm finding that was for sale on Amazon featuring Sasquatch playing a flying V with the Rasta colors on it. Mm-hmm. That it does not continue to Sasquatch. But if you do an image search of Adonis Reggae Sasquatch, there are two items that I'm very curious about. All right. <clears throat> anyway, Rasta Squatch. I want it to happen. All right, I'm going to transition here since you don't care about Janasqua. No. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I haven't done a recipe in a while. I got one you might like. Pickled eggs. 
fucking look on your face. <laughs> Pickled eggs, baby. Yeah, uh, I love them. You can find this in Volume 3 of Dave Stone's Kitchen Survival Guide. Uh, should I do pickled eggs, or should I give you my Bud Light Hush Puppies? <laughs> Don't give me your Bud Light Hush Puppies for as long as we both are alive. Bud Light Hush Puppies. Don't. Make Hush Puppies out of beer. I'm going to give you my Bud Light Hush Puppy. All right. Is the most, that is the most limp dick threat I've ever heard. Literal, I'm just going to press my non-bonered penis against you. Gross. Get ready for the Bud Light Hush Puppy. (laughs) It's Reggae Squatch. Reggae Squatch with the Bud Light Hush Puppy. Pickled eggs. (laughs) All right, pickled eggs. Get you a dozen jumbo eggs. Get the good ones. My Bud Light Hush Puppy and my pickled eggs. <laughs> get the get the free range, the organic, get the good shit. Two pounds of beets. If you got a juicer, get you two pounds of beets. I'm never going to get through this. Two pounds of beets. If you don't, if you have a juicer, you're going to you're going to juice these beets. If you don't have a juicer, don't worry about it. Just go out and get you a couple uh, cans. We're of, juicing them beets. Get you get you some cans of beets. You're going to need uh, two cups of beet juice. However you get it, get go out and find you two cups of beet juice. <laughs> three cups of apple cider vinegar. One cup of white vinegar. Half cup of white sugar. Three teaspoons of salt. One teaspoon of cayenne pepper. One teaspoon of cumin. Three whole cloves and three tablespoons of your favorite hot sauce. All right, here's how you do it. First, you got to boil these fuckers, right? Put the eggs in a large saucepan. Mm-hmm. Cover them uh, with room temperature water. Bring that water to a bowl. This is a mistake a lot of people make. They want to boil the water first and then add the uh, eggs in. No, you, you got splash bo- boiling yeah, water yeah. all over the place. Go ahead and put the eggs in. Add the water. Then bring it to a boil over medium-high heat. Boil them for two minutes once it starts to boil. Then remove the saucepan from the heat. Leave the eggs in the pan, but remove it from the heat. Cover it. Let the eggs sit in the hot water for 10 minutes. Drain the eggs in a colander. Peel them under cold running water. Put them in a uh, covered container. Don't, don't you want to put ice like right when they're done cooking? Do you want to put put them in ice, and that keeps the yolks from turning green? Who's giving the recipe? You 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 want you want to give a recipe? All right, hey yeah. man, I'm just, just gonna keep googling reggae just, squatch. Just calm down. Drain the eggs. <laughs> peel the eggs under cold running water. Fucking That's it's easier to help. Place. Peel. <laughs> Put them in a covered container. Put them in the fridge. All God right? forbid I question the guy that thinks <laughs> reggae Sasquatch is real. <laughs> um, all right. Here's what we do now. Uh, if you are using a juicer and you got the, go ahead and uh, juice your uh, your beets. If not, just crack open a couple cans of canned beets. In a stainless steel saucepan, add the beet juice, the vinegars, the spices, all that shit. Bring it to a boil over medium-high heat. Uh, stir it occasionally so you get all that salt and sugar and shit dissolved. Transfer that mixture into the uh, glass or stainless steel container <laughs> that you have the egg sitting in. Have you ever Googled sexy Bigfoot? No. Really? No. Sexy Bigfoot? Yeah. All right. Uh, add the eggs to the container. Cover them tightly. All right. This is important. you got to refrigerate them for a week before you eat them because it's going to take about a week for all that shit. And uh, if, you, if you cover these uh, tight and refrigerate them, uh, they'll keep for a month. So that's how you get some damn pickled-ass eggs. I love pickled eggs. So you can make that, uh, make that now, and you'll have them ready for your Christmas parties. And uh, oh, it'll be be a good time. Just nothing says it's Christmas like uh, people sitting around eating pickled eggs. So, I love a pickled egg. I do too, man. I fucking love them. I love them. Birthday shout outs. Uh, Chad Long, December twenty third. Happy birthday, buddy. Uh, Chad is having a birthday, and uh, Chad is a dude who sent me some cool swag from his band. I want to <clears> say it's the. Mm, I know your band, Chad, but I, I don't, oh, I don't, don't want to misquote it. Uh, also, happy birthday to our buddy uh, Bill Aldridge, uh, December 20th. Uh, yeah, Bill's a good dude. He's the guy that uh, gave me a knife in Chicago. Also, know. December 23rd, want to give a birthday shout-out to one young Kyle Kinane. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, happy birthday yeah, coming Yeah, we're coming up, down. Hell yeah, man. So, yeah, some birthday shout-outs. Mm-hmm. Let me knock this out real quick. Comic of the week this week, uh, I think... Maybe one of the funniest dudes on the planet, our good buddy Sean Patton. Oh, Shawnee P got a new album. Shawnee P got a new album called Scuttlebutt. So if you don't know about Sean Patton, Jesus Christ, just an absolute see beast. him live. Sean Go as see in him uh, live. S-E-A-N. So Google S-E-A-N. Just see Patton. him live. He's a beast. So yeah, there's some birthday shout outs. There's your comic of the week. <laughs> I don't think I did thanks last week to the folks in Berkeley. I just have beer. It's, I wrote Beardsley. 
and then Ben Jerky, Ben Beardsley. Ben gave me Jerky and albums. His band was called The Throw Ups. He gave me some vinyls. The Throw Ups. Right yeah. On. That old punk rock. Chad, uh, I think yeah, your band thanks. is Forest Grove Outlaws. If I'm wrong, I apologize, but uh, that's that's why it was husband. But Forest I, Grove got a lot of riffraff out For, there. Forest Grove Outlaws. So, yeah. The Throw Ups. Man, what a great name. Yeah. Good times. Um, what you plugging? Nothing, man. You got nothing? You got a New Year's Eve show. Oh, yeah. What's that? New Year's Eve in Oakland. Cool. At, uh, I don't realize it's Andrew, Andrew Michon, a uh, very funny comic, and mm-hmm. it's his dad owns the theater, so it's normally oh, wow. a movie theater. But they're doing a show there. It's me and Moshe Kasher and Natasha Legero and Margaret Cho and some other people, I think. Right on. New Year's Eve, if you're in the Oakland area. Good times, man. Otherwise, when does this, when, when this episode come out? Uh, today is the 17th of December. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> when, St. Patrick's Day. I'm looking mm-hmm. at March. In my calendar. January 3rd, I'll be in Birmingham, Alabama. January 4th, Springdale, Arkansas. January 5th, Fort Worth, Texas. Tickets available now at DumbDaveStone.com. Did we do it? We did it, man. Merry Christmas. Bumba clot brub up. The Boogie Monster. Network.